Grand balls, terrifying traditions, and costume contests. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name's Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. And I need to know, Kyle, how does no. it feel being in the top 500 of Overwatch? Top 500? <laughs> More yeah. like bottom 500. Bottom. <laughs> bottom 500. Uh, there, yeah. That's your porn name. Um, <laughs> 500 really? all at once. Yeah. Uh, Adam, how does it feel knowing that you single-handedly fought off Hurricane Ian? <laughs> Great. Just excellent. I don't know if I actually won that fight, though. <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> well, you're here. I think uh, you should see the other guy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. And then Baka Zombie, I, I want to know. I want to I wanna get the guess. I don't know if this is going to be a reoccurring bit, but... um. Where do you think you are right now? <laughs> this is coming uh, out at midnight, October 31st. Do you think midnight. you're on your way home or do you think you're at your parents' house? Midnight October, like midnight going into October 31st? Yeah, I guess, yeah, 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 that would be, that would be the, mon- the Monday this releases. Or the Monday this release. I'll probably be at home. I think I'm going to go home on Sunday evening. Okay. So I can sit in my apartment alone, turning 31 years old. <laughs> you had a pause in there. <laughs> that you're turning 30 again. <laughs> no, I just had to breathe because I didn't, I didn't land my, convers- my, my sentence I, out enough. No, no, I get that. I do that all the time. <laughs> I always, I talk more than I breathe. <laughs> so today I want to know, I, 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 uh, I was thinking about this at work uh today um it just kind of popped up to me uh I, my my headphones died so i had to charge them so i'm lost uh in just my own thoughts <laughs> terrifying i know but uh even more terrifying i'm wondering like do you guys a do you like horror movies like as a genre or is there like a specific like subgenre you like particularly do you have like a your main squeeze of horror films um, I don't fuck with horror normally. <laughs> like, there's a very small sliver of horror that I can deal with. Yeah. Um, just because I am naturally a very paranoid person. So then any of the, okay. like, stalker, someone's in your house, someone's gonna get you when you're walking type of shit doesn't really fly for me. Yeah, so, like, a very select sliver of horror I can deal with. Okay. But it's it's not the kind where someone is watching you and about to strike. <laughs> no, not that. No, not at all. You wouldn't like the purge or or um, oh, I can't think of it now. It's like all alone, but it's, that's not the title. <laughs> Some like home alone. Uh, death. No, <laughs> home alone. <laughs> Adam, how scared are you of home alone? <laughs> if Joe Pesci were to peer outside of your window right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle's I, been nodding his head this whole day. Yeah, he's, he's been bobbing. <laughs> I love horror movies. I love horror movies, especially where there's like a final girl. I love that. I love, I love, I love a final girl kicking ass. Oh, the uh, the the virgin wins at the end trope. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. The uh, cab- cabin in the woods. Um, yeah, cabin in the like, woods. Like plays heavily into that, like those archetypes and tropes, and that's which what scream. I forgot her yeah. name. Fuck, I'm a fake fan. Um, uh, Anna. Very more. It's Anna. Kendrick. No, it's not Anna. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking of Anna, but Anna, Anna played that person in a scary movie. Mm, I'm yeah, trying to think yeah. of the actual person who I actually just like two days ago they were talking about this person on a podcast. Now I can't. <laughs> I've lost my mind. No, I, I love horror films too. I uh, I used to hate them as a kid. Uh, like I would watch one if I saw one, I would have to stay up for three hours before I could go to bed because I was just so freaked out by it. Uh, I think I think Nightmare on Elm Street and Candyman were particularly traumatizing for me. Um. But now I'm just fucked up and I love them. <laughs> my my particular one that I'm big into uh, is the 1999 film Audition, which is like this. So it's a it's a Japanese horror film. Uh, it was like on a top 100 list that I saw on, on some cable network. Uh, they were going through like all the films, whatever. Um, so I checked it out and I'm like in middle school, maybe at this point, maybe like late elementary um something like that and it's like this like lonely japanese dude his wife's dad his kids grown up at this point he's kind of distant and someone like gets him his friend is like a tv producer and he's like hey i'm gonna sit you up with some we're gonna do a fake audition for a role and then you can sit in and you can figure out if you like any of these girls and we'll get you to date them (laughs) uh and he does and he picks this one woman who like very tormented person. It's it's very body body horror. Oh, um, like I think she like chop like cuts through a guy's ankle with piano wire at some point, and she like has a guy that she's like trained to live in a giant sack who uh, she releases to go and eat her puke. <laughs> That's the only food he gets. Uh, it's real fucky, <laughs> uh, but it's really good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, no. No. Do you have a Kyle? Did you have a, like a film specifically that you're into, or? Uh, recently, it's been a while, but like uh, recently, Gone Jam, not Gone Jam. It's a Korean horror movie. Mm-hmm. Gone Jam Haunted Asylum. It's basically a group of, I think they're teens. I think they're teens. They're like paranormal. Those paranormal people on TV. Like, oh look at look at this cool horror site. Yada yada. Turns out. They were just doing it for views. They don't think it's actually really haunted. Turns out it's actually haunted. They get fucked up one by one. They all go down type of thing. And it's what is it? It's like a have you guys watched Grave Encounters? Kind of like that. Like, I do not know what that is. It's set up like a found footage type of thing. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. I think that that so far has been my favorite that I've watched recently. Is that also like a found footage one or is it just a? Grave Encounters? No, no, no. The, the... Gone Jam? Gone Jam. Gone Jam? Gone Jam? I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, because... Is it okay. like... I was going to say, is it like found footage or is it more like a paranormal activity where it's like purposefully recorded versus found footage where it's that's usually like... Like Blair Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more so found footage. Okay. Later on into the movie, it's more so found footage. Because you get to see it, they put on cameras on their bodies, 
you get to see it from their perspective. Oh, okay. like shaky, shaky camera movement. They're running around, all that type. Well, last but not least, Baka Zombie, are you a uh, you a horror fan? The uh, good old whorehead, as they're called. Whorehead. Whorehead. Um, somewhat. I like. I'm not a fan of jump scares in general. It's mm. stupid. Um, especially the oh scary music lean up, you know what's coming. Yeah. It's like that's not entertaining to me. I like I like a lot of like creepy stuff. Like Halloween mm. is one of my favorite movies, the original, first one. And par- part of not generally liking horror movies is just as a kid I was afraid of everything, so I didn't really have that lead up. And to the point where even still to this day, I'll be like, oh, if there's jump scares, I like I'm not going to go in a haunted house ever. I don't I don't fuck with haunted houses. Never been one. Never will. Went to one haunted hay ride as a kid. Never, never again. And even mo- more recently, uh, my friend invited me to go to a show. And, and it wasn't until after she invited me. She's like, oh, it's uh, it's ghost files. I'm like, oh, no, is that going to be like you're going <laughs> to run around the crowd and scare you and shit? But it wasn't like I, I didn't end up going because I had to work. But it was just they were showing it's these people that go and investigate uh, hauntings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were just showing two of their upcoming YouTube episodes and doing a Q&A after, which is only fun. But I just had to work. So there were the guys oh. who, yeah, they did yeah. like the, the goat man on the bridge was one of their things that they did yeah. at one point. And um, yeah. the, they used to be BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I I have been watching their stuff lately because that's the kind of stuff I can deal with. Where it's like, ooh, yeah. it's just a little spooky. <laughs> yeah, like, I started watching it too after she talked about it, and I, then I realized they were the Goatman people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, on your bridge, Goatman. <laughs> my bridge now. Children tell stories of me. <laughs> it's like the only thing I know from the original series. <laughs> I'll have to check out the Goat Man. That sounds interesting. I love the. I'm usually not as big into like paranormal investigation stuff, but so like you know, like if you're making chocolate milk and it says two tablespoons, like, but if say if you're like scooping up some horror powder, you guys might like a like a half a tablespoon. Yes, uh, but I I prefer like I I like fairly three tablespoons. I prefer four shot whipped cream, oat milk. <laughs> really, really losing it in the weeds with this. <laughs> Instantly, <laughs> you gotta bail on this analogy. Just gotta. <laughs> well, speaking of meandering, time for the recap. The hell are we yelling about? <laughs> the recap. We're yelling about the recap. Uh, last episode, you guys had a bit of a doozy. You guys had a bit of a close encounter. Mm-hmm. Not of the third kind. I don't know. If that was the right word, is it close encounters of the third kind? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was right. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No one one was opposing you. (laughs) I was. I'm. I self doubted. (laughs) So I said, "Fuck you" to me. Trust me, I'm the one who's gonna have to hear this later, Dad. (laughs) So (laughs) I'll get to hear the "fuck you." Uh, Where you guys were in the water, you plunged down. Callus knocked out Thelum by stabbing him a bunch in the rib. And the orb that caused the bubble started flowing away. And things were not good because the current was strong. Thelum, obviously unconscious, choking already. Uh, Endian tries to get up to the top, is swept under. 
by the tides. Kellis also in the water, being swept under by the tides. And it's only because of some quick thinking on Darius's part where he goes in, unhooks the bag of holding from Thelum, puts Thelum in his bag of holding to get a bit more air, uh, not as much as he'd like because the water like flooding in. Um, but then he's like, oh, I got to swim down to Endian and uh, get Endian in the bag. Endian in a last-ditch effort, like last hopeful, uh, sacrifices some of her breath to try and cast Speak with animals to ask the fishes for help. Um, they all seem to disperse away at that, and she dives into the bag. Darius r- swims his hardest, but finally the tide, uh, the not the tide, the um, currents start pulling him under, and he's unable to make it to the top uh, as easy as he'd like. He's losing breath. People might die, and as just as he's about to get to the top, he is swallowed by something from below. Inside the mouth of this beast, Darius finally lets out Thelum and lets out Endian to catch their breaths now that they're in somewhat safety. Callus also swallowed up in that moment because he was also there. Um, things get contested. Everyone's really heated about everything, uh, as usual. <laughs> Eventually, the beast lends, leads you to land where you end up on a beach of one of the islands and a little bit more arguing and Endian and Thelum leave Darius and Kellis to do whatever they will do. And Darius tries to kill Kellis, bringing him down to a measly 2 HP before Kellis then takes the artifact in his hand uh, that was like his necklace artifact and teleports away. You guys then uh, find some safety in the storm, in the woods. Um, you keep watches, you're starting to, you know, think back about this, all that's been happening to you in the last day or so, left alone with your thoughts in the storm. Eventually, you realize you are on the same island that Gillivan Dubois has his manor. You get to him, you explain what happened, he pays you individually, and then invites you to a ball, the Fomorian Ball, um, which is a... Uh, centered around a holiday dedicated to the moon uh, Fomoria and everyone starts to skip off to prepare for the ball when Thelum stays back and's like hey uh, are you gonna go get that gold and he's like uh, maybe <laughs> uh, and it's like well I've got a thing that dropped down there could you get this for me uh, I'd be really grateful and he's like you know what we'll see what we can do and he sends you guys off and that's where we left off so you guys uh, have a little bit about a, like a week until the ball happens. Um, we're gonna do. You can do a little bit of downtime stuff. It's probably not gonna be uh, a lot of the stuff you'd like to do, just based on the fact that it's still storming out. You, you'll like the storm as the week goes by. It's a little bit less and less and less. Um, like the storms aren't as bad as they have been. Um, so you're able to go out and do shopping as you need. Um, it's not that big of an issue. Most people here are used to this weather, so they are, you know, prepared to do the kind of business they need to do. Um, hey, about a week, I mean, just, uh, I'm going to be a little bit more loose about what the downtime things you do are. So if you want to let me, you know, say if you use anything specific that you want to do before we get to the full moon, um, just let me know. 
Felon strength cha- training. What do you? What does he? Uh... He has eight more to do. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, how 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 is he going about the strength cha- training here? Because there's a there's a facility in here, right? Oh yeah, with the uh, the straw dummies in that mm-hmm. such. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you? Oh, are you uh wrestling straw dummies or do you think you're um if I would ask Gillivan mm-hmm. if there is anyone I could train with or I could just I guess break his straw dummies um yeah I mean he, he he's able to get you uh there's like a, a like a big strong man. Um, Big strong man. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, probably like one of the laborers on the island. Um, probably like someone who does like a lot of like the offloading for for shipments and stuff. So yeah, he, he's able to get you a guy uh, down there to help you. And are you just sparring? Is that the the idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and do a go ahead and do another check. It was just a, like a pure strength roll, right? I want to say. You were, I think, before you were doing attack rolls. So you can go ahead and give. Actually, give me an athletics check. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, yeah, that's a pass. Um, Yeah, you get some good workout in with this guy. Surprising, uh, how good a fighter he is. But you know, you you're able to get the the workout you need. He's he's pretty available, so you're able to like work with him for a while every day. Thanks, Eduardo. No problem. Tell him. You got a clean fist. Because <laughs> he's pressed meditation on it recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Between that and drowning, this is the cleanest thousand of the bad. <laughs> uh, um, is even more white. <laughs> sure turns him beige so white. Uh, how about Darius and Indian? Do you have anything particular you want to do? Shopping you can do. There's <laughs> mostly shopping. I don't know if you have any resources to do anything on your own if you're uh, with your own equipment or nothing. So I'll go ahead and just let let her rip. I would. I have two things that aren't like uh, rolls. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would um, just because. Mostly, I forgot about it um, in the moment. Um, I would uh, write a note, essentially, to uh, Lord Dubois um, to the effect of, uh, Dear Lord, or Lord Dubois, uh, it slipped my mind in my um, exhaustion after our duties um, over the course of our mission in uh, alleviating yourself of the thieves of your gold we did uh use two potions of greater healing and one potion of regular healing as per standard employment uh practices if you are able to either resupply those items or an equivalent gold amount it would be greatly appreciated if you cannot provide while we are still here you can send them to the smith's guild in new veneer um and then sign it. Uh, Darius Crucibleborn, seal it up, and just hand it to one of the servants uh, to give yeah. to the Lord whenever. Um, Jennings Smith takes the yeah. letter and walks off with it. Thanks, <laughs> um, Kyle. <laughs> I'm also going to purchase a rapier, um, just a regular rapier. Um, yeah. 
No, not not too bad to have something on hand like that. Um, you never know when you're going to need it. Um, it's just a different type of tool for the job compared to your fists or your lightning launcher. Yeah, your four starts. Um, you don't you don't hear back yet for a bit, but, but yeah, you you've already put a contingency for if you don't get it while you're on the island. Yeah, um, I'm also like if I don't hear from him or if then like when we get back I don't hear from him I would essentially be like hmm someone's uh, cheaping me out on what I'm owed and that will have its own repercussions and he yeah. is not a person to do that Kill so I'm not worried about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay does Endian got any goals to, to oh. spend the week as far as things she wants to do just like the, the things she'll be spending random time doing uh she'll she'll do her bow training and her short sword training um and she'll be spending time in the forest and relaxing and getting the boys in the spa so we have spa days some mani pedis you know um and like the only major thing that would count towards any like downtime activity Mm -hmm. stuff would be uh calling her father (laughs) to try and get some um court uh appropriate attire for the ball so that it's like it's represent representative of the court she's come from but also it's not her normal yeah. court outfit that she usually has something call- more fancy for a ball yeah you call your father and and you have like these requests well um Un- unfortunately, I'm not so sure we're able to get something out to you there during so quickly. I understand. Especially during these. Normally, I would have Ildatha fly it out, but the storms, I don't know if you'll make it the full trip. It's more than fair. I can look around here and see what I can find from the tailors and things. So what brings you out there to... All the way out to um, wherever we are, Lazarus. <laughs> Lazarus. Um, we took a job out here, me and a couple of my compatriots, to help the. Uh, was he a lord? What is this guy? What's his title? <laughs> I don't think I've ever said a title, uh, but it is. It would be lord. All right. Yeah. Uh, to help the lord out here with some of his affairs. And how is it going? I seem probably very well if you're getting to attend this this ball that he's hosting yes we're, or is that the mission no that's we're invited as guests that we just had to uh make sure that his uh, supplies were safe to be traveling across the waters so you could get them where they need to be and we were able to accomplish that oh very well done how is everything there a bit of the usual, I'd say. No better or no worse since last we spoke. That's good news, then. Yes, I think maintenance is better than nothing. Well, I will stop keeping you from your duties, then. Yes, of course. Well, I hope you have a good time, and hopefully you will be able to find something um, that will best suit you out there. I thought you kept a gown with you, usually. 
I have one. It's not quite um, going to the ball status, hmm. but that would, I think, is that back in my apartment currently. Oh, of course, of course. I didn't expect to be invited to such an event coming out here. All right, well, I'll be waiting to hear about whatever adventures you get on next. Of course. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good it was a good plan. It's just <laughs> unfortunately I was thinking to myself, like, how would you get that there this in this amount of time? Other mm-hmm. than like he snaps his finger and it appears. <laughs> I I like, just, not... like we had a week. Yeah. That's why I thought possibly because he got the boots to new veneer in a week. Yeah. Let's that was yeah, and that's honestly new I'll um, say new veneer is not that far from the court. Yeah, and it took us like a week to get here. Yeah. Alright, I will sweep off to Gilvin Dubois when I have the ch- when he has a chance to speak with me so I can ask about suitable wardrobe uh, tailors with his area to make me a ball gown. Oh, um, yes, of course. Um, there, there is a tailor in a boutique in town that should be pretty good at providing uh, suitable garments. Perfect. I will meet with them then and see what we can come up with. Oh, and within the time allotted. I'm not I wasn't sure if Thelum got around to saying it or not, but it it is a masquerade to let you know. Oh, that is I did ask know. him to let you know last I saw him, but I wasn't sure if he got around to it or not. He's been busy with his strength training. Oh yes, with Arduardo. Yes, it's I try not to be in the room when they're doing their training. <laughs> it seems like a private affair. Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh anything else or I don't think so. At the time it's all going well, getting ready for. Oh yes, I was actually in the middle of, of uh making sure the the catering was going smoothly. Oh, but, I won't hinder your progress any longer then. Thank you for the suggestion. Of course, of course. Yeah, if you if you guys go through down, I don't know if anyone's going with her. I don't know if you that's a thing you do. I feel like Endian is going to make us go with her so that we also have appropriate attire. Yeah. I don't think we have a choice. I think she would go first alone <laughs> to make sure it's good and then make those other two go. And Thelum avoid Endian. <laughs> <laughs> you can't avoid me. I, I am the darkness. I am the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing in a corner in the shadows, waiting for them to walk past. He <laughs> can't see her in the dark. <laughs> we can't see anything in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has dark vision. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. And stop him last time. <laughs> time for your fitting. Um, yeah, if you go there, um, it's just uh, named uh, Gail's Boutique. Uh, it's very high, high fashion, um, high quality. You probably guess that he gave you this advice, like this, mentioned this boutique, probably because he also gets his clothes done here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very high end. Uh, so you're able to find something if you want um, from here. Oh, dearie. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking for? Hello. I was, I was sent by um, Lord Dubois to, to, to 
to find or to get a, a ball gown made for the upcoming masquerade. Oh, you're going as well. Yes. That's very wonderful. I'm sure you'll do well there. Yes, and I've two acquaintances that will be joining me as well that I will be bringing here. Ooh. Well, I'm excited to work on something new. Tell me, are you are you excited to go? Is this your first ball? Not I haven't first. seen you before. My first here, yes, but... Oh, yes, I'm excited too. Uh, every year there's attending? a... What? Are you attending? Uh, yes, of course, I go every year. Oh. Oh, the Dubois put on a fabulous ball. Lots of food, lots of merriment, and there's even a costume contest. Oh, the person with the most outstanding outfit and mask, or, and mask uh, wins a prize. What's well, prize? Uh, <laughs> what? What's prize? I guess the home's here as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, uh, I don't outside. know. I, uh, I've never won it. Well, usually I get beaten out by that Miss Blue Miss Blue Miss Blue she so wins every year. But <laughs> I think this year I might have a chance. I've been working on something nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper to Indian. I think we should go to Miss Blue Watts. <laughs> this lady's never won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not a tailor. <laughs> you heard me? <laughs> <laughs> I have very sharp hearing. Do you do her tailoring? Tailoring? No. I was gonna say it'd be like you won if you did the tailoring, but if she's, I don't want to make this more awkward than it is. <laughs> oh, it's all right. I'll get to work. <laughs> uh, she puts in. She gets your requests in. <laughs> she. Uh... <laughs> um, and then she'll get that work. You'll you'll have it in time for the. It all fits well. It's all nice. You can describe it when we get to the <laughs> when we get there. Um, can, I, can I do a side thing? Yeah. Well, what's the side thing? Can I can I find out what costume Miss Blue Wall is gonna gonna put on? Espionage. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say Blue first Wall. you have to find out where. Here's here's what you gotta do. You gotta find out where Miss <laughs> Blue Wall lives. Okay. You have to talk with her or see her outfit. And then figure out what's going on with it. <laughs> I guess. Is there, is there a phone book? <laughs> <laughs> there is not. <laughs> Gillivan. <laughs> you think Gillivan will know? <laughs> he should. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can talk to him. You can figure it out. Hey, Gillivan. Oh, uh, yes, Thalem. Do you know a Miss Boulois? Uh Yes, yes, of course. Uh, oh, she attends oh. my Fomorian ball every year. Hmm, mm, interesting, interesting. Do you know where she lives? Why do you ask? <laughs> oh, nothing special. <laughs> I just want to meet the people and um, learn their culture. I'm sorry, Thelem. I normally would happily let you know, but I am I am pretty busy I, right now. I, I need you, you, you can meet her at the ball. It'll be fine. Oh, uh, no, you'll no. see all sorts of people there. 
I, 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 I think I need to uh, study the people here for their culture right now. <laughs> I, is there a is there a reason you are so excited to meet these people? Oh, I just want to learn the fashion here. Oh, did and do you not bring you to Gail's <laughs> boutique? She did. She did. <clears throat> oh, well, there you go. Gail's the best around. I, I, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna see. Gail made those boots, actually. Oh, oh cool, cool, cool. Now, Miss Blue Wall. <laughs> <laughs> what? How do you know Miss Blue Wall? A little birdie. Mr. Dupont, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, though. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty busy right now. Uh, I, I have a little bit. I have a lot more to do for this Hello. yet. He said you'll, you'll get to see them when they're, when they're there at the ball. Do you, do you, do, you, do, do you possibly um, know what kind of costume Miss Blue is gonna go with this ball? No, not particularly. I'd like to leave that up to surprise for when I. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you, are you worried about the costume contest? Oh no, no, no! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just, just want to know her address. Thelum <laughs> <laughs> being coy is my favorite thing. Sorry, Thelum. I've, I've got, I still have a little bit more work to do. Like I said, you'll you can oh, meet her oh, when you're at the ball. Oh, oh, and and I, I do want to let you know. Um, the thing uh, you were asking about um, it looks like it should be taken care of uh, we'll be dealing with that soon so oh. I'm not you sure know. entirely when we're getting it done but I know it's in the works okay that's that's amazing but can you deal with my <laughs> address situation <laughs> sorry Thelum I, I need to get to work right now okay okay I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do it I'll let you do it but if you ever, <laughs> if you ever wanna, wanna tell me, you know where to find me. Yes, yes, in the training room with Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> you know why Andy never joins us? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. I think she might just be intimidated, I think. Oh. Not a lot of good entry points in that. Um, I've never, most people don't spar three ways, but... Hey, hey, first time for everything. Yeah, go ahead and invite her, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just have a lot of planning right now. It's... Okay, okay. Um, I, I did think of one thing I, I would like to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say find out Ms. Blue's address. Absolutely not. <laughs> Darius could not care less. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I know they have a library here. I don't know how extensive it is. But while we were on the boat over here, I did identify the king sword that Endian has. Yeah. Um, can I do like some basic research on that? Like what uh, kingdom it may at least have come from? Like I'm not expecting to find like extensive information about it specifically, but at least I'm assuming since they are of semi-noble rank that they would have like histories of other noble houses and histories of that type of stuff here so yeah go ahead go ahead and um 
Give me an investigation check. Natural 20. Oh my god! 20. You find me that address. (laughs) 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 So as you're looking through this, um, you are finding that maybe um, you might find like ancient history with like like maybe more like local lineages or or some other like royal branches you find that there was a human kingdom um, long ago that was particularly notable from its ability to command the birds um, and it's because on the if you like you're looking at the king sword like the hilt mm-hmm. um, there is an there's a, a engraved symbol of a bird with its wing spread you probably didn't think much of it at the time when you were trying to find like figure out what because the magic is so beaming from it but like looking through you find like that symbol matches what you found in these books it doesn't. You don't get a lot of information. It seems to be very sparse. It's like a offhand mention, uh, like maybe someone wrote it in like the um, the margins of one of the books, uh, like a reference to it. But it's nothing like concrete in this library. Cool. That's honestly all I was looking for. Just like a yeah. thread to um, look into when I have more resources available. Are you kids ready? Are you ready you for find the party? address? Uh, oh, uh, eventually, Thelm, if you snoop around, uh, Gail lets you know she lives on one of the other islands. Got him. <laughs> and you don't have I'll a bum. Swim. swim. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you guys are ready for the ball, um, I guess if you guys meet up, you what, what is everyone wearing? Wait. Yeah, let's start. <laughs> I can start. Um, Darius, I think, isn't like, knows it's a costume ball, but isn't like, that's not totally his thing. Um, So he has a um, light. I I meant to, I can upload it to our uh, message thread. I found a color palette for Darius. uh, So it has a specific green that I'm thinking of. Yeah. um, But it's hard to describe. It's, um, a lighter green, but it's not quite, um, it's more muted, um, but a green um, standard, like, military adjacent um, clothing. So um, a jacket of some sort, trousers, um, probably like a cummerbund or sash or something of that sort. Um, not specifically a military uniform, because he isn't really, like associated but, with any um but in that vein yeah yeah no i, I know it, i can picture what you're talking about with that um with like those ceremonial mm-hmm. um, formal wear um yeah very good and then i think the only thing he really uses as like his costume is the mask that he would have had uh made as part of it is uh kind of continuing that same green it's looks like foliage and it's built essentially to make it look like not necessarily Darius's face, but a face is like looking out through a space in foliage. So it has um, all the, and then like leaves and all that type of stuff. But then uh, where his eyes actually would be is darker. And then uh, if possible, like 
very slightly like reflective uh, for his eyes, as if someone's yeah. looking through the darkness uh, through a break in the foliage. Well, I mean, because you have dark vision, your eyes would naturally have that reflective True. nature to it. Yeah, so I think there's like just recessed a little bit and then uh, darker around the actual yeah. eye holes as well to achieve That's that fun. look. Like you're in the foliage waiting mm-hmm. to pounce. <laughs> like a big cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, Indian? Uh, Thelum? Thelum? Indian. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... She didn't go as extravagant because she didn't have uh, the um, things from her core. So there's not like leaves falling off her dress or anything like there would have been. Uh, but it is like a uh, uh, it's like a red maroon dress that as it goes down and like the um, the bottom flourishes out a little bit. It, it slowly starts to melt into more of a black towards the bottom um, and it trails behind her. Uh, the top like it's not spaghetti strap, but it's not like a ton of fabric up top either. Um, and then for her mask, it's it's made of wood, so it like blends into where her scar scars on her face are with the wood growing there. Um, and the sides flare out into branches, almost like those masks that are they're supposed to look like wings, but it's all wood and branches instead. Um, and then on the the side that does have the scarring to help kind of pretty it up. So, it, like, again, that's supposed to look like part of the mask. Um, but to make it look a little more colorful, she's got, like, three uh, Black-Eyed Susan flowers uh, above where the mask is, like, above where ear is, too, in her hair. Um, for those who don't know what Black-Eyed Susans are, they're these flowers that have a big black center, and then around them are yellow petals. And they're usually an autumn-blooming flower. And then she has she has she only has brought the king sword with her and it's oh, okay. uh, diagonal on her back. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, tell him what do you what do you got? Tell him went all out to be that blue one. <laughs> <laughs> so Thelum has has dyed his hair to a white per- pearl pearlescent kind of color, and his color scheme for his little little number is. The same color as his hair, black, and uh, silver. And he has what he has like a little scarf situation going on. Ooh. <laughs> the scarf would be the the black color. And then he'd be using his jacket as like a cape, and like he'd hang it on his shoulders, but not put his arms through it, type of thing. And that would be the white pearl. And then his shirt and pants would be the black but he'd have a little he'd undo like three buttons off the top (laughs) and then he'd have being a dirty farm boy (laughs) (laughs) he wants to win and (laughs) and then he has a little corset situation Mm. with the corset would be like a I wouldn't say it's metal but it's a metallic kind of like color the black a metallic black chrome like gunmetal sure <laughs> and it, it would have a little butterfly design on it which would match his butterfly mat which Ooh. is the same color as his hair I want to win <laughs> I have no sense of style so I had to go ha- very plain with my description yeah. <laughs> Kyle over here Thelum has either 
watched some really good action films or has just been spotting Eileen reading no- romance novels. You <laughs> saw all of his uh, outfits for Nervina. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Kyle's, this is Kyle's, uh, what's it called? Yeah. Not expertise. Wheelhouse. No. Wheelhouse, there you go. It's his lane, his wheelhouse lane. <laughs> lane going right through that wheelhouse. Uh, okay. Uh, so, okay. Um, yeah, um, uh, you realize, you know, you guys are getting ready. You're getting prepped. Oh, yeah, you got something? Yes, before we go in, um, as we kind of, like, meet, I'm assuming we all uh, kind of yeah. gather up as we'd be entering together. That's what I was describing. Yeah, you guys meet up. Yes. <laughs> um, Darius would take out um, his tools, like his uh, multi-purpose tool that he always uh, has on him and says, uh, now, I mean, I can do a little extra zhuzhin up. And I am going to use uh, magical tinkering. And on Endian's mask, um, I can create an um, odor, which is preser- uh, uh, perceivable up to 10 feet away. And it's going to be like the smell of leaves and soil as you're walking through the forest in autumn. Like that very earthy, kind of dry, slight, but slightly moist, like forest scent. Moist. Um, <laughs> I'm smelling real moist right now. That real <laughs> earthy, dry, moist scent. I, said, I realized it's not as dry, but... No, I, um, I, I, I get what yeah. you're smelling. Um, like the smell of clay. Yeah, kinda. Um, from Indian. I don't know what I can do, or if there's anything... <laughs> I mean, like, because I can... <laughs> I can do up to, I can do three more things on three more objects. So I can make something glow so it can have light on it for five feet. Oh, like make right my mask glow. I was going to say you can make his coat uh, billow. They never see it um, I can't do that unless you oh. would allow it. Rules, like how it's written, I can do very minor things. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll totally make um, Felm's mask glow. Um, I can also... Um, I mean, I can do a message, but that's not exactly the thing. Um, we can do odors or sounds, which are perceivable up to 10 feet away. And then I can do static um, shapes, lines, or text as well. If there's anything in that sense you would like to enhance. Elm can wear sunglasses that have the message I scroll across. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, normally you could just do that with a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. So we're all together. We're all Earthy together. smell, glowing mask. Did you do anything for yourself or? No. Uh, okay. Darius isn't looking to win anything. Okay. Have you guys seen Except a blue wall? Except for the heart of another. Have you guys seen a blue wall? <laughs> I don't know who to be looking for for that. You'll probably have either. to either look for the most extravagant person in there or do some networking. You see Thela run off with a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, don't run have to address that soon. <laughs> um, you guys chase after him. <laughs> um, so I, I guess so. As you guys approach the main hall, uh, you can hear like very lively chatter uh, and and music coming from the other side of the these large ornate double doors. Um, and as you open them, you are presented with a large room with high ceilings and with people dressed in fashionable dresses, fancy suits, and decorative masks, ranging from small enough to cover the eyes to large ornate masks with feathers and flowers. Instead of the bright lights of chandeliers and light spells, 
Instead, the entire room is lit with a glaze of amber produced by small torches, allowing for a more cozy and warm environment. The light contrasts sharply with the dark crevices and corners of the room. The flickering makes it seem as though the dark is lapping at the festivities, but must shy away before long. The chatter you heard has erupted into louder gossip and laughter, and the music underlies it all with a mix of old and modern orchestral and jazz music. The smell of flavorful meats, sweet fruits, and roasted fish drift from the west side as a banquet table is displayed for visitors to take from, and where you have gaps in the smell of food and wine lies a floral perfumed atmosphere. There's people all around, dancing, laughing, enjoying the festivities. Do you have anything specific you'd like to do? Burn. Blue <laughs> dress. Are you gonna look are you just looking for whoever has the best outfit? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh you light yourself on fire. <laughs> oh <laughs> no. law twist. Uh yeah, I guess I guess Stellum just charges into the crowd <laughs> looking to find who his competition is so he can definitely win. <laughs> um Endian, now standing at 5'11 because of her heels. <laughs> um, go, uh, it looks, is, is there like drinks somewhere? Yeah, like I said, uh, there's a banquet uh, table to the west with just lined with different foods and wines and drinks. Um, just in a large assortment. You notice like a lot of them are like tropical fruits. Um, a lot of fish heavily uh, because uh, you are in a island nation. So there's a lot of that kind of um, food, a lot of pork. There is some beef, some poultry, maybe like pheasants or otherwise. Um, before heading over there, she's going to scan the crowd to see if she see can make out any familiar faces behind the masks. She's looking. She's she's been secretly hoping for one since hearing about the ball, but knows it's not likely. But just going to look in general for if she can notice any faces. Um, you see, as you're like walking through slowly through the crowd, um, taking in the different people around you, you notice someone a little bit ways across the the room. They look kind of familiar, but it's hard to really tell. As you get closer and you approach, do you think it could possibly look similar to Silas? Um, but I think as you approach you can definitely start to tell by the mannerisms that, no, this is just Gillivan Dubois. Um, You see he's in a white suit uh, with a small white mask, um, and he is chatting with a woman with long red hair and also in a similar, in a uh, white dress and a larger white mask. Um, I will retrieve wine, preferably elven, if I can, yeah. and then I'd go over to them to engage in conversation. And then I don't like I kind of look to um, Darius. I'm like, I don't know your plans for this event. I think as like Thelum immediately starts like weaving in and out of the crowd and Endian is like, lighter. Scan- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and even as Endian is like scanning for faces that she recognizes, um, he would just say, don't worry about me. You go enjoy yourself. I'll I'll make do on my own. Don't you worry about it. All right. Glides off. <laughs> um, Can't even hear the sound of her heels as she walks. <laughs> yeah, just swiftly move through the crowd. Oh, oh, Endian, you made it. Oh, what a spectacular outfit. Thank you very much. Uh, 
Mr. Dubois a fine outfit you have on as well. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, I see Gail put a little bit more effort into yours than mine, but <laughs> I think this does well. It, uh, oh, have you met my date? Um, this, she is a high priestess, um, and she is here with me today, and we decided to get some matching outfits. Uh, she will extend her hand to her and say, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, miss. No, the pleasure is all mine. I prefer to just go as the priestess. Priestess. We are in a masquerade, after all. It would be a shame to spoil the mystery. Of course. She has like a, a twinge in her eye for a second, like, oh, titles only. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the recent events that have, yeah. she has been a part of that require titles only. Not to pry, Mr. Dubois, Lord Dubois, what should I, what should I call, address you as? Gillivan's fine. Uh, Gillivan, um, you wouldn't happen to have any relatives attending today, would you? Um, I bit of relatives, I suppose. We we do live here. All right. I just find it very awkward to try and pry further into which relatives without coming across as Are you like, I know one of them. <laughs> Excuse me if I'm prying too much, but are you looking for a suitor? Uh, no. I was, I was just curious. Um, never mind that I asked. Uh, Oh, no worries, and I, again, I, it wasn't intended to pry too much if you were uncomfortable. Of course. No. No, I was just curious as to, uh, the formality of the event, I suppose. Yes, well, um, you know, it's fine to let loose here, uh, you don't have to worry too much, and enjoy the mystery of the masquerade, and just do as you would. If I were to be looking for a suitor, say I was out of, uh, I am a loss for words tonight at the correct words. Uh, who should I be looking to? Um, I'd say most of the elves on this, in the ball here are of the Dubois clan. Um, so, uh, finding one of them would probably... Um, if that's not your style, um, I know uh, there is, there's a few, I guess, gentlemen who just never found time to settle down in the area. Um, I mean, it, if you have preferences, I can give you recommendations. No, I'll just, um, hyperbole is not the word. I think it starts in nature, but I can't think of it. Anyway, no, just... Just question. Um, I forget what I was going to ask you next, so I'll just leave you to your date. Yes, well, enjoy the rest of the ball. Um, priestess, shall oh, we? Oh. I just thought of what I was going to say. Do you recognize everybody here? Give or take? Just questioning. All right, go ahead, sorry. No, of course, no, no, no. Oh, hey, no problems. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thelum, you are... Uh... What's that, <laughs> Oh, you are... Very dashy. Thank you. Um, where's Bluewall? She was here a moment ago. I didn't didn't see where she got off to. What does she look like? I see he has something behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, she was wearing a brilliant yellow dress. Yeah. Um, it's about to be more yellow. 
<laughs> well, just, excuse like, me? Her head out of <laughs> well, I, I, well, I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, alright. Oh, and I'll let you know, uh, the costume contest will be in a few hours. I got a few hours. <laughs> yes, now, excuse me, uh, priestess. <laughs> and he goes off to dance. <laughs> so, I believe Darius was looking for you. Did you speak with him? He's lo- He's 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 looking. He's looking. He's not paying attention. He is not paying attention to everything you said. Okay. Tell him. I highly suggest that you don't tamper with the other guests' outfits. I won't burn it, but I might run into them with a glass. Full of okay. <laughs> like you're about to say, run into anyone through them with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Just be very discreet about it. Don't be too obvious with it. It's okay. I've watched, I've watched this film like this with, my, with Eileen before. I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> he runs off again. <laughs> okay. He's on the hunt for the yellow dress. more wine. I need more of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, What's Darius doing in the meantime? Darius is looking for the people that were invited because they hold like not social power but like high academics head of guilds like the people that are mm. um, not like not working class but of that type where it's like ah uh, you invite them to balls but they but balls aren't necessarily their thing either like but they yeah. go because it's expected of them that like level of the crowd yeah um you see there are some armchairs off to the side Perfect. uh you see a table um, in the middle, there's uh, two. There's a elderly woman and an elderly man. Um, they each have a glass of wine and uh, a very small plate of fish uh, between them, and like a little bit, another third plate of just some fruit they're sharing um, as they're sitting there. And you can see they're like very uh, animated in whatever it is that they're discussing. Yeah, I would uh, walk over with a light drink. Darius doesn't drink much, so mm. um, but would walk over and say, uh. If you don't, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, you seem to be having quite the, quite the conversation. I was wondering uh, what may be uh, your topic of choice tonight. Well, oh, of course, uh, are you a, are you a fellow academic? I dabble in an academic may be a bit strong, but I, um, I've spent my f- uh, fair time in the library. Oh, of course. Well, um. Uh, my colleague Jane and I, uh, my name is Phil, uh, we're actually from the Deratil University on the, on, in Lazaret. Uh, we were just discussing some of the theories resolving around the Fomoria. Oh, uh, what? I can't say I have spent much time um, pondering any lunar theories. What, um, if you care to give me a crash course in it, I'd love to uh, hear about it. We were just discussing... Uh, uh, the role the Fomorian moon plays in our world, and maybe the relative uh, gravitational connection of arcane magic here in whatever magical forces must also then reside upon the moon. Yes, and I was saying, um, there's no way that the Fomorian moon would have anything relative to the magic we have here because it is a celestial body created uh, uh, independent of the place we are here. And I'm saying because we all live in the same basic material world, 
that it has to be the same concepts that link between here and there. Um, this is a question for the DM. When, because I know the material plane slash world has been remade, uh, I believe around the third uh, world at this point. Yeah. Um, would that include like the celestial bodies as well that, that were remade during these uh, times as well? Yes. Um, so Darius would then say, well, I mean, if we are to be uh, under the assumption that during the creation of this uh, third world that we are now living in, that the celestial bodies were remade as well, then it would be simple deduction and transitive property that they very well could have arcane magics and even natural magics as part of them as our world does as well. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. And it's it's more likely that it is than not. Oh, but you know, you know the rumors. Uh, they say uh, if you look, you know, deep into ancient lore, uh, they've only ever recorded one moon. So we don't even know that that Fomoria could possibly be created here. If it just popped into existence from something, there's no way we could possibly know that Fomoria is of the same energies. <laughs> Have we ever? I don't want to take up too much. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was just, I was going to get to, <laughs> uh, and that's basically the kind of discussion yeah. that they get into. Uh, Thelum. Is that lady wearing a yellow dress? No, no. They're both uh, wearing like um, some nice, like sensible brown and gray clothing. Uh, for. They're not too fancy. A, for a good second. Darius will see Della march up to the group, quickly glance at the lady, then walk or <laughs> speed walk away. Yeah. Um, in between uh, seeing that, uh, Darius is going to send a quick message to Thelum and just say, behave yourself, we're still guests here. That's you can all, you, all, you you hear is, that's, all, you, all you hear is must find lady, must find lady, must find lady. <laughs> <laughs> he is consumed. <laughs> yeah, so basically the night goes on. Thelum is, uh, you know, ducking in and out looking for this lady. Like he'll see her across the room. He'll go to her, try to run to her, but she's not there anymore. And she's somewhere else. And he's like basically searching all around. Um, I don't know if you guys partake in, 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 in any food. I don't know if Thelum partakes in any food or drink because of his mission. Um, oh, he's going to get tired out. He's going to what? He's going to get tired out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eventually at some point you're like getting really frustrated. So you'll just make a beeline to the table and just eat like a... a like a, a chicken leg <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. Uh, and I guess basically as time goes on, you start to notice guests passing around like these small leaves to each other. Like, you notice at first, like a little bit, then you realize like, it seems to be like people all around you are all like spreading around this leaf. Each of the guests, um, you notice they take the leaf and then they like, dip it into their glass of wine. Um, eventually, a woman with a black star-shaped mask near near one of you might be like, take some leaves, like has like a few leaves, and then tries to pass uh, pass one on to you guys. So she'll, there's the same lady like passing around, you notice, and she'll like to hit up to you guys individually. I would take one, but then ask like to my companions, just ask, I'm not 
familiar with this custom. Oh, I think as it's I'm... tea he puts it in his drink. Okay. Damn, uh, hypothetically. Oh, um, <laughs> am I? Am I? Yeah, that's the word she was trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> 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 Three hours later. She's like, hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> um, am I, is this something I'm familiar with? No, no. Uh, I, I, I don't think, think any of so. you are familiar. If you question her, she's like, oh, it, it won't hurt you. It's just for tonight's thrill. Is it a drug? Not exactly. So it's a drug. <laughs> <laughs> the drug that they want us to take. <laughs> what does it do exactly? Just it's for the it's for tonight's thrill. It's fine. You you dip it in the wine, you consume it, and it helps make everything a little bit more enjoyable. <laughs> you don't have to take it if you don't like, but I was just passing around as I'm to do. Thank you. Darius just pockets the leaf. He doesn't dip it in. He pockets drink. the leaf. Sorry, did Endian take it or not take it? Not yet. She's still holding it. Oh, she's still holding it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so she leaves and starts to... Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Leaves. Oh, huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you, you, she, she starts to walk off to hand it to more people. Uh, Thelum, if you dip it in your drink, uh, you... You find that uh, the leaf dissolves into it, and if you sip it, it just has like a, a little extra bit of tart to it. Oh, he downs it. Yeah. He's pissed. He can't find blue water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll, he'll walk up to the others. So you guys find out what this drink was about? Um, you're pretty sure to. it's a psychedelic of sorts. What's psychedelic? Makes you see things. Can I find blue wall then? <laughs> he starts looking again. Uh, yeah. Kyle, Kyle makes me sad that this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Even just watching him. Uh, when, like, when you and Adam were doing the, the scientific portion, watching Kyle's face there, that was my favorite. <laughs> uh, my suggestion is people spread the podcast. We get really popular. And we do live shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, so I guess a little bit of time starts going on. I guess as you're waiting to see where exactly the ball is headed towards, um, you all realize the murmur of your fellow guests and dancers seem to have faded until you realize that you don't hear it anymore. However, the music sounds like it's echoing more and it's getting louder but also harder to follow. Finding yourselves needing to try and focus to stay present in the situation, you might find yourself trying to follow the movement of the guests as they waltz. Something to focus on. You know, it's like one, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. And your eyes follow them, their masks showing harsh angles and dark monsters, but your vision is going blurry. You try to... Uh, uh, you try to keep using the simple logic to stay focused. One, two, three. One, two, three. This is a party. One, two, three. One, two, three. The guests are dancing. One, two, three. One, two, three. There is music. One, two. Blackout. Hate it. Even when we didn't drink the leaf, it was just a ploy. Darius. 
As you open your eyes, you find yourself laying down in a small room. The faint sound of buzzing fills the room, uh, and as you're staring at the ceiling, you realize there are several crystals emanating light. They all seem cracked, however, and you think the magic lighting those cracked crystals is probably producing the hum. Um, The last thing you remember is being at the ball. And you remember the blackout, and this is, boom, where you've woken up. Uh, Your eyes glance around to see what room you're in and uh, see the walls and ceilings are supposed to Uh, are all supposed to be off-white, but they look like they've been yellowing for a long time. There's dusty cobwebs in the corners, uh, and that tells you that it's likely from years of smoking in this room. Uh, Dark stains also cover some of the walls, likely a large amount of mold on the other side. The room smells damp and stale, so the mold theory is likely correct. However, one thing you can't figure out is, why are you tied down to this bed? A white stained sheet covers your body from the neck down. And as you idly idly lay there trying to figure out what's going on, you find yourself starting to itch and itch and itch, which is very inconvenient because you're tied down. You think likely if you ignore it, it'll just go away. Like as if at night when you're trying to sleep and your body tries to distract you, but it isn't going away. The itch is very persistent. It's on your stomach your chest, your legs, your arms, and it starts to feel itchy everywhere. You try to call out to whoever must be in the place, but your throat is dry. You make some light noise, but even that, uh, is it hurts to get out. An hour goes by, and you know this because you count the time to figure out how long you're going to be here. And as you wait, you try your hardest but you're unable to make any noise and unable to fix this itching. It just isn't stopping. Eventually, a door opens up, and the airflow lets in a cloud of stagnant pipe smoke. Two hobgoblin men enter the room. Oh dear, he's awake again, says the first one. He should have stayed under the anesthetics. He's too stubborn for his own good says the second one, as the first one starts assembling a tray of tools. Scalpels, mirrors, gloves, tongs, pliers, and so forth. All of which look caked in a dry, crusty residue. The other man removes your sheet, revealing the source of the itching. Scabs and boils line your entire body. The air touching your skin makes it only itch more. And you see there are patches of sores on your body that look as though someone scratched chunks out of your skin. The stranger with the tools in hand, uh, the, the stranger with the tools hands the other man a pair of pliers. I know you've been dreading this, Darius, but we have to take that tooth out. You're going to lose it either way, but it'll be a whole lot better if you get it out before it gets infected like the other three. Then he just reaches the pliers into your mouth and grabs onto your top left fang. He looks like he's measuring just how much force to put into that pull. His face only inches from your own as he eyes it up. You start to wonder when he's going to do it. When he starts coughing harshly into your face, causing him to jolt his arm and he rips your fang out while smashing the cold hard pliers down onto your bottom teeth, breaking one of them. 
He reels back to gain his composure as blood flows between your teeth, down your cheek, and also some back into your throat, causing you to cough as you choke it down. However, that bit of blood gives you enough moisture to finally call out. I don't know if Darius says anything. I think, uh, seeing how he fucked up my tooth, (laughs) I would like spit out some of the blood and then say how did i end up here with this cup with you couple of hacks and your hack job here oh there he go dear there he goes again darius i've told you before you've always been here you need to stop it you need to realize what's real and what's not you've just been delusional for way too long you're in your home where you always are darius Don't bother, he won't listen. He's sick. His brain is boiling over in disease. Look at his house. He lives in shit. And now his mind is shit. He's a filthy pig. Yes, yes, but don't you worry, Darius. We're going to fix you. We've got a special treatment for you today. We're going to cut you open and scrape all that filth out. And the second one takes a scalpel from his tray and presses it down on top of your sternum and slowly traces it down to the bottom of your stomach, letting your skin peel open like curtains. You try to look away as though that might make it hurt less, and the buzzing in the room gets louder. And you realize the little reason you're looking away is because you figured out the true source of the buzzing. You can feel the scraping of a blade against your bone. You look down at the operation. They're scraping what looks like a black ichor from your bones, but that's not it. They're scraping swarms of buzzing flies from the lining of your insides. And you throw up. Darius, you need to behave yourself. Enough of these tantrums. I'm sick of dealing with you day in and day out. You need to get your head in the game here. No more delusions, you hear me? We're going to fix you, and we're going to fix you today. But if you keep this up, we're just we're not just not going to feed you anymore. You can throw it up every time, you useless pig. Answer me when you're spoken to, Darius. Uh, and you find, as you try, it's you're unable to get out any more words. Maybe it's because you're huffing too much, or maybe that burnt your throat or something, but you're unable to answer. Oh, you'll be lucky if you aren't left to rot here, Darius. And they start, like, yelling at you, like, Darius! Darius! Answer! Darius! 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 Endian, your eyes open back up to the attendees of the ball. You see that the lights are dimmer and the darkness creeps in a little more than it had been. You see a yellow haze in the air, making the place look a little more ethereal. The entire crowd is stopped and looking in your direction. There's a slight pause until you hear from the crowded man yell, All bow to Princess Vilviste! And they all drop and bow. After they rise up again, they part, forming an aisle for you, almost in unison, leading up to a throne. You find yourself hesitant to walk to it at first, unsure of what's going on, but you feel your body start to move on its own, dragging and pulling your limbs towards the throne. You look at your arms and legs, and the light shimmers just enough to reveal strings attached to your body, leading deep into the darkness above, past your dark vision. The same voice yells out, 
Please take your seat upon the throne, princess. And soon you find yourself being sat into the seat by force as you are puppeted there. As you stare out at all the people looking up at you, they all start applauding you. One says to you, what do you say, princess? What's what's happening here? I shouldn't be I shouldn't be up here. They all stare at you for a moment, and as soon as they know you're done, they just start to cheer and applaud harder uh, at, at the decree you have given them. What? Why? Why are you cheering for that? What's? Somebody answer me. Uh, they all start just cheering louder and louder until you hear from the darkness a familiar voice boom out. Now that Princess Endian is seated upon the throne, we can start the trial. It's your father's voice. The crowd uh, parts a bit, and standing in the middle is Javin the troll, cuffed at the wrists. Father, what's happening? What's going on? Now, on your honor as a princess of the court, Endian, do you swear to speak only the truth in this hearing? I don't know what's going How can I speak the truth without? I don't know what's happening here. Endian, tell everyone here. Are you familiar with this creature? I mean, yes, I am. And when did you meet this troll? He was the one that killed the... Or not killed. He took the unicorn from from our forest. Uh, And as you say that, you find Javin starts to smile. A slow creep upon his face. Uh, And it's not... It doesn't look like he's smiling because of the job you just described. It just seems like he knows something you don't. But it's hard to really think about it because the crowd, as you've answered, just cheers harder and applauds louder. So, you agree that during your duties to protect the royal forest, you allowed this creature to come in and murder one of its most precious inhabitants? I didn't allow it to happen. I tried to stop him. I wasn't... I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't capable enough yet. And so, Princess Endian is guilty of letting poachers hunt in the royal forest. No, I didn't Is what I would say. But we know that is not the case. And the crowd is just applaud after applaud, almost nonstop, as you're looking out at them. Their figures are more in silhouette at this point, and as the light the way the light's shining down on them, uh, mixed with your dark vision, it, they're all their masks make them almost look uniform. Uh, just a dark silhouetted body with a white mask with a permanent smile on them as they all stare directly at you. Um, and like I said, the, the, the light seems to be decreasing as if it's only a spotlight on you and Javin. Um, and as you focus on the audience gets broken when you hear your mother from the darkness. Princess Endian has been led astray. She, as a diligent member of the royal family, would never choose to side with poachers. So when we got the word that she has on several occasions been associated with poachers, we knew she was being controlled by someone else. And the strings on your body jolt you into a standing position as a new area of light appears near Javin, revealing Thelum also cuffed at the wrists. What? Princess Endian, are you familiar with this creature? Yes. Uh, what is, what's happening? 
When did you meet this Genasi? That's recently, a few months ago, maybe. Uh, And as you say that, Javin starts out in a low chuckle. Uh, So, you agree that you were led astray and controlled by this spy? I didn't say... He's not a spy. He's he's just a farmhand that's looking to become a hero. I'm training him. He's not a spy. What are you trying to say here? Of course... He would convince you of that if he were trying to control you. Now, Princess Endian, you have a choice to make in this trial. You will be the final judge in who is guilty of this crime. You find the strings on your body pulling out uh, a bow from from near the throne uh, and, and forcing you to knock an arrow in it, making you pull it back ready to fire. If you wish to fulfill your duties to show that you are truly ready to lead, you will shoot the guilty spy, Thelum. And the crowd cheers at this. If you admit that you are a traitor to your people and allowed this poacher to hunt in our lands, then you shall shoot the troll, and you will be stripped of all honor and ties to this kingdom, banished never to return again. First off, I, I missed the logic there, but second off, what, um... Delum is not a spy. He would never do that. Make your choice. Either kill the guilty spy or admit your guilt in working with the poacher. Which do you shoot, Princess Endian? Um, how much control do I have currently? Of um, who I shoot? You feel like you're, you're able to aim it for sure. Uh, do I see like... Things in the room, or does it just go into blackness forever? It it eventually just goes into blackness. She's gonna shoot Jabin. Okay. The crowd erupts in raucous applause and cheers as you let loose the arrow, and it strikes Thelum in the heart. But I I was I. So your choice has been made. No, that's not. Hey, you want to protest? You know this yeah, wasn't your looks, choice. She looks fallen because she yeah. knows it doesn't matter. Yeah, because you know the strings made you do it. Mm -hmm. You watch your bow drop as you hang there like a marionette of flesh and blood. You look back up to see the lighting gets brighter and brighter again, and all the guests are all dancing and cheering and partying and applauding as Thelum lay there dead. As you hang there, you see one of the members of the party come up from the crowd. It's the priestess. She pulls out an arrow and cuts one of your strings. And that stings as though it was a part of your own body. Here, let me get that for you. And she cuts another string, and you wince in pain. You're such a brave little princess. She cuts another one and yells, All hail the princess! She cut her own strings all by herself. And she cuts another string off, and your body collapses into the throne you still find you don't have the ability to move any part of your body. The woman climbs up onto your limp body, getting face to face, speaking to you so only you can hear. You won't have to worry about pretending to be worth your title anymore. The puppet princess has cut her strings, and she can just let the world around her do the work for her. Even as everyone carries you, you can still pretend that it's you who's flying. And she lifts up her mask, and it strikes you that it's Erica. I believe you said the second arrow won't miss? Well, you can't blame your strings now, princess. 
Everyone else has to pick up your slack or die trying. And she stabs the arrow she was holding into her own heart, blood erupting from her chest and from her mouth as she starts laughing loudly while dancing on your limp body. The blood starts to cover and soak the both of you as she dances out of control and she yells out, All hail the puppet princess, guardian of her own shame, never making amends to those who die in her care. Instead, she pretends to chase a man who doesn't even know who she is. And the crowd erupts into applause and a chant, Andean, 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 Thelum. As your eyes open back up, you are greeted by a thick blanket of smoke. And you can hear the roaring crackle of a large file and it hits you as you realize what's going on. You are standing in the middle of a burning village. Uh, Somewhere buried under the sounds of burning, you can make out the faint sound of cries coming from somewhere nearby like, help, help, Ah you can start charging your way through the town looking out for whoever it is that's in need of help um and as you get through you can't find them it's like you're looking all around and you can't find who you're looking for but the cries are getting louder and you realize there's more and more people calling out uh, but you're just not seeing anyone here can i try figure out where i am I'd say the the biggest problem here is, I guess as you're looking around, it's hard to recognize if you do know this place just because it seems like everything is being burnt down. Uh, and I guess as you're like looking at it, you realize this couldn't have been a destruction of like the, a simple accident. This looks planned. Like someone must be behind this. I would look for my friend, Darius and Indian. Uh, yeah, okay, so you start running around um, looking for them. It's hard to, like, you're, like, trying to find, you think the voices are getting louder. You feel like you're making headway. Um, as you're stopping to, like, get your bearings, I guess, you notice that off to the side, you, you're, you're getting near the the end of a, like, the edge of town, right? Um, and you start hearing, like, a, a, a little bit of a river, too. And you hear the voices loud, uh, getting louder. But as you're getting distracted, can I get a dexterity save? Uh, <laughs> 23. 23, all right. Um, so as you're like looking out, trying to figure out where you're going, one of the structures near you gives in to the sweltering heat and collapses, but you're able to like jut out just in time as this, this billowing smoke flies out. Uh, but it does start to like fill your lungs so you might find that you you instinctively reach up to your straw hat and you cover your mouth and, and nose somewhat to filter out any uh, of the smoke that you can. As you start heading like heading towards the edge of town, you're making your way. Uh, the cries reach a crescendo and then silence. You rush towards to see who what you can find there, see if you can still help them. There must be still time because you're nearby. And you find yourself in a sudden stop. Uh, Before you are dozens of villagers tied up near a riverbank. And it looks like Darius is ungagging someone. I would help. Uh, As you run over to, like, start trying to help untie, uh, Darius just starts to scold you. Thalem, what are are you just about done? What are you doing here? No, we're tying them up. And then you realize... Yeah, you realize, no, he wasn't untying this. 
he is tying this person to, like, silence them. Now, the fire's been blazing for a while now. Did you get lost? Wait, what's going on? Why are you tying this person? I go back to untying. Uh, he, like, tries to, like, rest them out of here, and you hear Ndn. Yes, Thelum, we have a lot to do. If you're done burning the village down, then can you get to work drowning the targets? Target? They'll put up no resistance now. What do these guys do? We're just at a party. Can we throw the dress in there? Uh, frustrated at <laughs> your responses, Darius snaps back. What do you mean, Thelum? We're on a job, and this was your idea. If we don't take out these villagers, then we don't get paid. Now get to work. And you see the, the scared villagers in front of you. But, I mean, if Darius and Endian say that's the plan, then they must deserve it, right? They would. You wouldn't do this normally. They'd have to be bad guys. But uh, they do. Yeah, uh, you're not sure. But you find yourself walking over the river, and you see a selection of people. But you know it wouldn't matter who you chose first, because if they all have to go, and apparently it's your plan to do this, Thelum. Um, maybe you close your eyes because you're resistant and you really don't want to do this and you're trying to like just stall or something so you close your eyes and you grab the hair of the bat on the back of the person closest to you and you open your eyes and you see a man in about his mid 50s there's like a terror in his eyes but he's a target he deserves this you bring him to the water and you push his head down close to the water ready to drown him you can feel everyone watching you. Darius, Endian, and all the other villagers. And you plunge the man down into the water, Thelum. And you find he can barely resist you. The oxygen bubbles flood out of his mouth and nose. And as you're looking down on him, you see your reflection. Your face and jaw are more square and chiseled than usual. And your skin is a reddish clay color. And your hair is back to this shaggy, dark brown. But the biggest change of all, you realize you're smiling as you drown this man. As you're finding yourself lost in your own reflection, the man has long passed drowned. But you leave him in there. Darius and Endian start getting impatient with you. And they're trying to call out your name to snap you out of it because there's a lot to do. They just yell at you, Thelum! 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 Uh, and you circle back these these calls of Thelum! Thelum! Darius! 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 Andian! 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 And these chants slowly start to mix together and slowly morph into the voice of Gillivan Dubois. Darius! Andian! Thelum! Hello? Are you doing all right? You've been zoned out in the corner of the ballroom for some time. The Fomorian ball is almost over. Did you take the mute leaf? Did I win? Oh, no, I'm sorry, but you've missed the costume contest. Because you've been sitting over here, lost in your thoughts, I guess. Must have had too much wine. The Elvish wine's good. It'll get you that way. No, um, I believe Miss Blue... Oh, yes, Miss Blue R won with this exquisite and lovely outfit. Oh, and... Thelum, I just wanted to let you know, uh, since last we talked, that thing we discussed, hopefully within within the month, you'll get it. Are there people tied up? Okay, um, actually, ooh, uh, sorry, I'll contact you when things are going well. Um, 
Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. It looks like I'm being waved down by the priestess. You all try to enjoy what's left of the night. And Gilvan finds himself swiftly pushed into the crowd as you guys are left awake at the ball. What was the job? From where we are? Yeah, you can see her from there. Can, does, so she's waving him down. Is she noticeably... like in, Now that I've had that vision, uh, does she look familiar at all? She looks like she could be Erica. You'd have to like see her without the mask on or something, I think. I don't like that. Are both of you all right? Um, Darius, as soon as he is conscious again, casts uh, Detect Magic. Um, yeah, you're feeling a bit of lingering magic in the air. Um, that perfumey smell seems to have been some kind of, I don't want to say psychedelic, like magic psychedelic, but it feels like it has hints of the second world in it. Um, I mean, I don't appreciate what just happened to me. Sam, did we have a job? Were we doing a job? Tell him, did you also fish? You had drank what they called the mute leave, but you still had visions. Leaves can talk. No. Yes. No. You have to. It's a long story. So you were still affected, even though you had that leave. What? Everything was burning. It's not. That was real. real. It wasn't real, or I don't know what it was. I. I've had about enough of this ball and this island and I this agree. family. I very much agree. Um, I uh, summon up my um, clockwork, which has been like somewhere on my person or like hiding in amongst the leaves of my mask uh, type of situation and say, I'm going to leave. They'll be able to find me and I'll um, pass them over to Endian. If y'all need assistance or anything, they'll help you, but I will have no more part of this. Hello, how are you feeling? I'll take off his layers that he's wearing. Practically go shirtless. I don't know. I don't know what he experienced, but if it was anything like what I went through, it's probably a lot. We can retire for the evening. Okay. But I would like to check on something, so I'll be up not too long after. Felon picks up his his belongings and slowly <laughs> walks to his room. On the floor. <laughs> so I'm I'm assuming Indians gonna stake out the priestess. Yes. So you have um, to put an arrow in her <laughs> before. Um, Darius leaves. Um, it only lasts for a minute, but I will cast uh, Sanctuary on Endian. Okay. Yeah, um, so you start heading, you might find yourself, you might, like, observe her at first, like you would, like, a prey. Um, it's hard to, like, get anything out of that. Then you might go up to them, maybe talk to them a bit. Mm-hmm. And as you're talking to them, just a little bit, they seem like they have different voices. Can I try and get an insight on how she's looking at me? Like if yeah. she has some kind of malice she's trying to hold back. Yeah, go for it. And you notice your modifier. Uh, 19. The way she looks at you doesn't seem like, I guess, just there's no like malice. There's no anger. There's no recognition, I guess, of you in any specific way. Um, and you know she would know your name because Gil said it in front of her. Mm-hmm. So if she knew it was you, you would, you would like maybe see any kind of that, but you're not getting any kind of recognition from her. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you, and thank you, Gilitzer. What the fuck's your name? Gilvin? 
Gilvin. <laughs> Gilvin, thank you for the invite, but I must retire for the evening. Oh, well, no problem. I'm glad you guys can make it. Oh, the Fomorian Ball is very special around these parts. Yes, very special indeed. I'm sure it was nothing for you all, but mm, yes. for us who mostly stay around the island, you know, it's a bit of a thrill that we don't mm. normally get. And But for you, you've seen it all, so I'm That's sure important. you are doing well. Uh, yes. Especially if you took the mute leaf, I couldn't imagine. Uh, whew, it'd be terrible if you didn't. Mm, yes. Maybe for future guests, uh, obviously fine for us, but guests that are uninformed don't have a person who speaks vaguely about what the leaf does handed in and out. Good evening. Also, hypothetically, was what I was thinking of earlier. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I knew uh, it yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, uh, and with that, uh, we can end the night, we can end the party, and we can end what? this episode. It was a bit of a little long one. Well, Not a little long. This long. Um, there was a bit of a link to it. Uh, but if you want to talk to me about long, <laughs> you can... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Bumblescum, that's with a K on Twitter. Uh, you can talk about the show and uh, how to have a good time at a ball at IDL underscore RPGS. Uh, if you would like to talk about scraping flies off your bones, you can do that at <laughs> I never thought I would get worse than like the last few <laughs> suggestions, like topics I talked about, but this, this, this are getting worse. Uh, <laughs> um, you can tweet at uh, Little Growth. That's that's Adams. Uh, if you would like to talk about uh, not knowing what the hell is going on, like you're in some Kafka-esque nightmare, you can talk to Baka Zombie and uh, Zombie Baka on the Twitter. And, uh, sorry, you can't really talk to Kyle because you're gagged by the river. <laughs> He's drowning you in the river. Holding Fucking your drowned. head under. Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>